cocktails in. Any questions? Professor? Yes, dear? Will there be any extra credit? I am so glad you asked. Live from the Strand Theater in beautiful downtown Kansas City, Missouri, where the yellow rain jackets are free and the porn movie reruns are sexy. Bring your lotion in. Oh. It's. Cocktails with Heather. That's me. Starring in the role of Papaya Robin Tug. Laura, who is substituting for the Papaya Robin Tug. That's why, see, it was so perfect because the Strand Theater is a porn theater. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to a couple of those. Floors are very sticky. I should have said the Strand Porno Theater, but... Yes, I've been to places where the floor is sticky. Heather, dirty feet picks are available and willing to get married at the drop of a hat. Diane McDonald. (laughs) Yes, you can buy my feet picture. And I, of course, am Captain Dick Pickles. Yes. On today's show... Totally different than Mr. Pickles. We review wine. Mm. I don't know what kind yet, but we will figure it out. I'll figure it out. How to break free of self-constraints. And the fetish of the day is feederism, as well as no budget jeopardy. Yes. The drink of the day, which is the shrub down. Is that kind of like a, a, a chub? Yes. Okay. And we forgot the drink of the day on the last one, so we'll do that, and I can just dub it back in. So. Okay, fair enough. Berry White was the drink of the day on the last one. Oh, but it's spelled different. That's funny. That's a pun. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it for Woo! Joe. Well, he's not here. He had a family issue, so we are recording without Joe tonight. Living us wild and free. Look at that. Wow. Just, just as the song ended. That's Boom. perfect. All right. What are we doing? What is your wine review for tonight? I don't know. I put my dirty foot in it, so I don't remember what the wine is. No, actually. Oh, you played a Diana. Uh. So my wine uh, of tonight, not sponsored by Grocery Outlet, by the way, um, is the Walking Dead Sauvignon Blanc. Walking Dead Sauvignon Blanc. So as we um, celebrate this uh, Halloween and All Saints Day season, um, this is the Walking Dead. So the zombie version, I guess, of this. It's a 2016 I was curious because it was labeled The Walking Dead, and of course the uh, areas of the cork look like they've been spattered with blood, which makes me more intrigued. This just says that um, it uh, doesn't really have any distinct information. It just basically works off of the fact that they have to do with The Walking Dead. So something with apocalyptic something, whatever. Fuck you guys. Here, I'll read it. So, Okay, go ahead. Good luck. An epidemic of apocalyptic proportions 
has swept the globe, causing the dead to rise and feed on the living. In a matter of months, society has crumbled. There is no government, no grocery stores, no mail delivery, no cable TV. Luckily, there is wine. And then you can download their app by Watch the Dead, and you can watch the dead rise by downloading their augmented app, and it's very difficult to read. Right. It is very difficult to read. So, essentially, I got this at our non-sponsor. Oh, that's cool. You can click, you can use your phone for the... uh, Do you have to download an app? Yeah, to download the app, you can just click on the... I was going to say, I could use my phone, just click on it. But so this Walking Dead Sauvignon Blanc is a 2016. I bought it for $3.99 at the non-sponsored grocery outlet. And it says it normally retails for $14.99 a glass. So here's what I'm telling A glass? Not just a bottle, a glass? Oh, living wine labels is what it's called. Living wine. A whole bottle. A whole bottle, $14.99. So still not super expensive, but for three ninety nine, um, essentially, in I, a restaurant, it would be fifteen dollars a glass at least, probably. Uh, so at this rate, I got this bottle and essentially drank all of it right after I opened it. I threw it in the freezer. I chilled it really fast, and it was amazing. So for three ninety nine, I had a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc that I was willing to just consistently down. And it worked well with everything. I had it with um, some candy afterwards. I ate it with a um, old Halloween cupcake that was sitting under a cake taker in the kitchen upstairs. And it all worked well. It worked well with everything. So if you are in the grocery outlet stores who are not sponsoring us at this time and you see The Walking Dead anything, I would say go ahead and go for it for $3.99 because that is going to be a bottle you will not regret. Unless you're a zombie, and then you won't even care. All right. Did you try it, Laura? Nope. No. Mm-mm. Not drinking wine tonight. I drank all of it. <sighs> Once I found out that Joe wasn't going to be taking a swig of it, I just finished it off. Ah. Yes. So, on to... Would you recommend it, then? I would definitely recommend The Walking Dead. I thought it was just going to be like a gimmicky type of wine, but it was actually really good. It looks, the label looks gimmicky. It's very mm-hmm. walking dead land, you know, Dawn lots of, the of dead, blood spatters. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really cool looking bottle. So uh, I guess it's called Last, Last Living Wine. Because there's only zombies from here on out. Well, you know, if there's only zombies left, what do you got to do besides drink wine? You know, you might as well drink wine until they fucking come and eat you, right? Yep. I would drink the shit out of everything I get my hands on. Living wines is what it's called. Living wines. But they're never living. Instead of walking dead, it's living wines. And uh, So if you're still the living, then you're going to drink the wine. Correct. Before you get eaten and you're dead. Yes. So if you want to download the app, go to Li- Living Wines, look it up on Google, download the app, and then you can uh, dick around with the then wine can, label. Again, then you can living walk to grocery outlet and buy the wine. Yeah, oh, oh I, should, I should add that I have been told so that next week, which is probably like a week past when this will air, um, is their grocery outlet wine sale, which is 20% off a bottle. So if you're interested... Twenty percent off three ninety nine, right? Which I don't even know what that is. Like it's not cents. much. Eighty cents. You can get it for three dollars and ten cents. 
Ninety-eight cents. That's a good deal. If you can drink the whole bottle, then Woo. you can get drunk on three dollars. I can get drunk on three dollars anywhere I go. No, you can't. Yes, I can. <laughs> I know you. You need more than three dollars of That's alcohol my, to get yeah, drunk. I, 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 I know you. Well, Thunderbird is only like how much? I don't know. It's like a buck ninety-nine. Yeah, two buck chuck. Exactly. So. <sighs> How do you break free of your constraints? <coughs> what kind of constraints? Any constraints that you put on yourself, whether it's success in business, success in personal life. You gotta time, believe in yourself. And live the life you want to live. You gotta believe in yourself. I think one of the most inspirational quotes that I ever heard, as I say this watching East Ventura from the side, is um, sometimes you have to jump and build your wings on the way down. I'm on entrepreneur.com and they have Is that a dating site? Yes. <laughs> it's a it's a dating website for entrepreneurs. How's that working for you? Not. Mm. It's terrible. Mm. It's, it's a lot of words. <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of words right now so that yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you choke Michael, I'm sorry. That's okay. So, the they have uh four different things that you can do to break free of your own constraints. Most of these are business stuff, you know, to master time, master your internal triggers. Mm-hmm. You know, all human behavior is driven by a desire to escape yes. discomfort, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I didn't look <laughs> up the karate kid. What else do they have? Uh, remember to track input as well as output. Uh, sure, I guess. What you Whatever. put in your body is what you take out of it. Okay. Remove the external triggers that don't serve you and use packs to block out distractions, which I don't... What kind I, of packs? Uh, I don't know. Packs ice, with demons. Ice packs? Ice packs. <laughs> I can use ice packs. I can use demon packs, too, but nobody wants those. Who wants demons packs? They're terrible. Demons are very rude. Where are you? You're on a tree of life site. What are Emotional we doing? constraints. Nature, self-love, self-compassion, hope. I was just looking up other things for how to break free of constraints. What are you trying to break free from, Michael? I'm not trying to break free of anything. Mm -hmm. Maybe being more successful or... That guy looks happy. Yeah, getting out of my... Mother's basement. Mother's basement. Yeah. (laughs) When it comes right down to it, in order... And this could be relationships. This could be anything. Everybody puts constraints on themselves. How, How... in the past, were you able to get over the hump of without without medicine, without drugs, without anything? How were you able to mentally prepare yourself to deal with and constraints being when you were in a marriage you didn't like and but you you didn't know if you were going to stay or go if if you were in a, a situation a job situation. I think for me, it, a lot of it was when I've broken through constraints before was a lot of just sitting with myself and realizing what I was capable of, seeing what was around me and what I created as opposed to what was given to me, which was very little. Right. And um, seeing that I could do that myself without needing any outside influences kind of brought me over that original hump is the fact that I'd be okay by myself and wouldn't necessarily need someone else to contribute to that. Am I not talking enough into the mic? No, you're talking over the mic. Because it seems really loud. <laughs> Mike says I'm not talking to the microphone enough, so I'm going to lift it up. 
Did you hear what I said before? Yes. Okay, so I don't have to repeat it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I can repeat it if you want to. No, it's... If you want to hear it twice. No, you're good. It's like the repeaters. The repeaters? Pete and repeat with down the river to swim. He fell in who was left. So, with your... with So, self-reflection for you. Yes. What about you? I have nothing. You have nothing? You have nothing no, to you, fucking contribute. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I don't know what constraints I've come over. I don't know either. Mike? Like, I was in a marriage for 25 years. What about the constraints of your childhood? What about what about the job that you had prior to this one? Oh, do you feel constrained there? No. They were just assholes? Yeah. Okay. So you didn't feel constrained at all with, with that job, considering that the way they treated you or anything else like that? Yeah, and I left. What did Peace you do? To, yeah, well, what did you do to get out of that situation? I went crazy. <laughs> beyond Which is that. true. <laughs> I mean, that's always something you could do too. I mean, let's let's be honest. That's something. That's uh, it's, a, it's a legitimate. Yeah, you could be bipolar, and that could happen, and that's that's what happens to you. Yeah, I've managed to to dodge that diagnosis by. Barely keeping myself in check, so that's fantastic. Laura's missing one of the big ones. Your husband died. Yes. How did you overcome that? That's a constraint. I just dealt with it and went on with life and took one day at a time and looked at it and was like, yeah, shitty things happen and there's nothing you can do about it, so you got to just keep going. Keep on swimming. Yeah, there. I mean, keep on swimming. Fucked up shit happens. She right, also, but she also had me back there. Like that's what I mean. Tell the story. I mean, like when you were dealing with this. Okay, here's here's the constraints that I'm talking about. When when you were dealing with Mark and all the shit that went on with that, you weren't in your right mind. So you no. had to delegate and learn how to do that and get help. How did you? realize that you needed that help with before before everything went to hell well everything went to hell about october two years ago right right mm -hmm. and mark couldn't work mark couldn't do anything mark was useless and but to be fair no one had shared this information with anyone else no this was all internal yeah and i just kept going and every day was like, I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to lose my husband. I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose everything that's ever been important to me beside my kids. Mm -hmm. And I just kept going until all that shit happened. And then I looked around and said, okay, it all happened. Now what? Right? Like, that was that. Well, uh, yeah, but what I'm saying is, how did you, how did you, how were you able to deal with delegating to everybody? Well, mostly Heather. How were you able to deal with delegating all that stuff? I know that you had help in the background. I'm not worried about that stuff. But how were you able to deal with delegating to after the, the aftermath? We're talking after everything's been said and done. And you have, you have the support of the family. 
to help you out with, you know, home and, and picking up kids and this and that and the other thing. Okay. But you personally dealing with work, dealing with all the other shit that has to be dealt with, you know, the social security stuff, the, the, uh, bills, the, this, the, that, you know, getting all of that stuff. How were you able to overcome that? I don't even remember. It's all a big blur. I honestly don't remember pretty much anything after the first year. Okay, so the, like it was, it was and a lot just of it was dealing me with taking over. It was like one. I just focused on the next turtle. Okay, I have to f- supply all this information to the state to take care of the medical bills. Okay, okay I have to supply this information to the realtor to deal with the house. I have to deal with giving X amount of information to so-and-so to deal with that. And it was, it was just one thing at a time that I focused on. And I focused on getting that one thing done. And then after that one thing was done, it was the next thing that came on my plate. And it was that thing, one thing at a time. And that's all I could do. And that's deal with the one thing that was in front of me that was the next hurdle at a time. And that's that's what I'm trying to get at. That's the important shit right there, which is all of the shit that you read online, all these self help books and whatever else to try to be able to assist you in getting to from point A to point B, jumping over these hurdles to everything else, seem to forget the most basic part of this, which is find help and be able to do one thing at a time while the other people that can handle a little bit more oh, yeah. on their plate assist you and be able to keep all the shit in line while you're able to focus. Um, not to give too much away about Laura and her past and whatever else, but this is how she's had to deal with this for a long, long time. So when she is overcome with so much stress or... Yeah, whatever stress you're dealing and anxiety with. and yeah, depression. Everybody else kind of steps up the game to assist her so that she can focus. And that this is what she does. She she becomes secular. She she secludes herself into this little thing. But we've seen huge difference between well, in the last ten years, we can go almost year by year to see that how you've changed over the last 10 years, especially with this last shit that's gone on, and how you are able to keep through it no matter what and and focus on you know and have help thing, with that focus. You know what the biggest thing is? Is that I always focus on my blessings. What are the good things in my life? Who are the positive people in my life? What What makes life worth living? And those are those people and those relationships and those friends. And she looks at me and I don't know how I'm ever positive. And that's That's how I feel. What keeps <laughs> right. me not going. looking at you, but I mean just like how yeah. am I a positive fucking influence? I'm yeah, not positive that's, in any way. That's what has kept me going over the last it's been fucking ten years now. Yeah. It's been ten years. And I've been through fucking the worst shit anybody can imagine in the last 10 years yeah and the thing that has kept me going is my family and my friends 
and focusing on what's really important, not the everyday bullshit that keeps everybody down and the work bullshit and the whatever bullshit you deal with on an everyday basis. It's who's important to you and what do they do for you and how do they make a difference in your life. And did you guys realize that Courtney Cox was in Ace Ventura Pet Detective? Yes, yes I, did. I did. And what about you? What, what have you done to overcome? overcome I've regressed. What? I can tell you right away I've completely regressed. Regressed? On purpose. What? I've, uh, it, to overcome restraints and stuff like that, I've stopped trying to do that. I've, I've regressed. I've, I went from trying to be the successful sales guy, business guy, blah, blah, blah. To, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with someone else's bullshit and someone else's stress they're putting on me any longer. I hate that. I hate when people, when when you go and you take a job and then then they want you to do this, but they're not willing to accept their own bullshit. Yeah, they're not willing to accept their responsibility, and they're also putting pushing their emotional abuse onto you. I don't know. Yes. Pretty much everything in my life, I just pretty much. I'm like a linebacker. I put on the helmet. I just charge through. But you, I mean, you've done things. I mean, you've from where you were to where you are now. You know, put on the helmet. Yeah, just charge through. That's not true. What I mean, I mean what you, what hasn't? You what hasn't? You've taken classes. Mm-hmm. You've educated. You know, degree. But got I got my degree. degree, and and it's because I just kind of that's what I mean. Took that, it and just pushed through with it i mean yeah. and a lot of it was very difficult to push through um but still did that um i know this is kind of a heavy subject but it is but uh i'm not a proponent of secondary education i i struggled with it because i get angry like this is stupid no one's gonna read what i'm writing yes um yes. why do i even have to justify this this is stupid i wrote like a thousand word Essay on children's TV shows. I was just going to bring that up. Child psychology class. No one's going to read that. I watched. I'm not reading a thousand words of anybody's bullshit. I watched eight children's TV shows and analyzed them for a. Yeah. No, nobody's nobody's going to read that. Nobody gives a two fucks about what's going on. You just have to put that in and check that box so they can check a bigger box. And it wasn't only that. She had to go onto a fucking forum and then have everybody. Yeah. And I can't, I can't do that. I cannot do that with college classes. Was Rocco's Modern Life and the, the title of the TV show was Pipe Dreams. (laughs) <laughs> so they're dreaming about smoking pipes. Yes. Mostly. I'm down Pipe with this dreams. show. And it Is that was, the one with the big fish? It was about, yes, it was about <laughs> Rocco's modern life. And he's like shoving shit down the toilet and it's backing up. And they're like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and then like they find out later in the show, there's like a fucking fish that Rocco flushed down the toilet that grew into a huge fucking fish and clogged up the pipes. <laughs> So they can't shit anymore. (laughs) And it all started with Heifer, who was taking a shit. None of this sounds sounds good. Right. That was the show (laughs) that I wrote about in my fucking thousand word essay that my teacher didn't even fucking read. And I got no points for it. And I had to email her and be like, what the hell? I wrote this thing. You better fucking read it. Yeah. Well, you got no points for it? 
No, I did. She finally updated it and I got all the points. And Good. then I have an A in my class. But yeah, she didn't read it initially. Literally. Like, it's probably because it was fucking too long to read. <laughs> fucking eight TV shows. I mean, how many? Eight kids TV literally, shows. No one is interested in that. And that's, I mean, anything from my degree to uh, marriages to job changes to client issues to anything is just pretty much strapping it. It's almost like you, you, you put on the weight. So I guess the best way I can describe it is like if you were a scuba diver, a scuba, a scuba diver, and you um, are getting in and you're just which strapping you have on, done. which I've done, you're strapping on extra weight. So I always had to have more weight than I needed to get down because I'm very buoyant. I think it's one or 10%, nothing to do with the size of my tits. I was just going to say that. Um, but I'm sure it's something it's else. Boobs. It's not because I'm covered in just fat and not muscle. <laughs> But very buoyant, so I always had to add extra weight. It's something along those lines of just putting on that weight and just pushing through that. So that's how I've kind of worked everything in my life is just um, I equate it to a football thing. You just put on the helmet and you charge through the line. And that's what I've done. you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. Because so it's... whether it's been education and I'm just doing it because – and I'm finishing stuff and finishing assignments because – I know that I just need that piece of paper. I need to check that box or if it's whatever's been presented to me personally or um, professionally, it's just kind of put on the helmet and charge through the line is how I look at it. Kind of like a tape it up and play type theory. No pussies allowed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, part of the constraints is also, I mean, do you guys want to work a regular nine to five and have weekends off still or are you... I, I know something's in the work behind I never, the scenes. I, n- I never have weekends off. I never have weekends off anyways. And I haven't for years. I remember throwing a baby in the car before my youngest was born. Throwing my oldest in a car and checking on alarms that went off at um, offices. Um, because that is well, but for the most part, you still have, a, have weekends off. Uh, for the most part, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm talking right now like, as a consultant, I kind of have like I could work weekends and 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 have weekdays off too. Right. Um, it just depends on where the need is, where the client need is, and um, where I'm at. So I could be at multiple evening meetings and have mornings off. I mean, it just it just very right. much depends. But for the most part, you have a Monday through Friday type of thing. Kind of. That's kind of what yeah. your. That's kind of what your schedule is. Allegedly, yes. Yes, and that's what her schedule is. Her schedule I and I've, I've, I've never you work had whenever. That. Yeah. I mean, I literally, I've, I don't. Every day is different. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you the last time that I had a nine to five with weekends off, ever. Honestly, no. even even with the podcast stuff, it varies. Like obviously, you're working right now, and it's not a normal day, so. Yeah, but I mean, I, I do it's something. Dark outside. With the, yeah, I do something with the podcast every day, whether I'm posting or downloading or researching or whatever. And but the constraints that are normal, normal civil civilized constraints are: wake up at whatever time, go to work at eight o'clock. You know, your kids have to do this, and you know, we all know that kids are being conditioned to become sheep, little good, mm-hmm. good workers, and nothing more than that. You know, average people. And I think my kids missed that memo. Well, the, yeah, but I mean, that's, but every kid is going through that, yeah. you know, and, and the average is different for every generation, but the average is what, what the ruling class wants, which is you go to work, whatever factory or whatever, 
you do your thing, you do your nine to five and you do it for 40 years and you retire and then that's it. But there's more to life than that shit. And right yeah. now, a lot of people are living to work instead of working to live. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And in order to break free of those constraints, most people have to figure out, if you're happy with what you're doing, then you don't have to worry about breaking constraints. If you're not happy with what you're doing, you better figure out what you want to do and then find out how to get from point A to point B. And the only way to do that is to understand that it's going to take a whole lot of goddamn effort. Yeah. And you two are amazing because I found that the amount of efforts that you guys are going through, and look, I'm just support. That's what that's my role right now. I'm mm-hmm. a support role. Absolutely. So she, Laura, who works and goes to school and whatever else she does, on top of shopping, on top of this, on top of that. And then you do the same thing, which is work, school. But your situation is a little bit different because you got to deal with external forces and baby daddies and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah. And baby so, mamas. And and that that puts that puts a lot of time and effort. Thankfully, I'm done with the school portion of things. Now it just has to do with creating the family business. Correct. And that's that was that's the behind the scenes stuff that's mm. we're not going to get into. No. So, but that's but you guys have managed to be able to to do this in the last ten years that I've watched that I've been a participant in this family since I've moved back, which is. Amazing to see the difference then to now, right. for the most part. Um, no, I'm down with that. <laughs> well, I was useless ten years ago. Ten years ago, I was fucking batshit crazy lunatic. Was it ten? Nine. It was ten. Nine. Two thousand ten. Nine. Okay, nine years. Nine. Ago. Yeah, that nine one. That's years. but ten years ago. That's it was the dark started. period. Ten years ago was the dark period. It really was. That's, it that's, really was. It was the period that I thought Laura was like really on top of her game. Yeah, I was on the. Top I was of super excited. <laughs> I, I was like, look at her together. She's, like, she's got her shit together, and she's doing this, and she's volunteering, and she's working. Oh yeah, I forgot yes. about the twenty thirty club was, shit. You I was, forgot her shit together. This is awesome. And then I, I was, was like, a, she what? I was a mom. I was a full time worker. I was a president of a. Charity organization. I had my shit fucking handled. Not really. And and when I do that, it's not called bipolar, which is really weird. Yeah, no, that's called manic. I wasn't manic. I'm still not manic. High highs, low lows. That's manic. I know. Oh, the high was high. I'll bet. It's motherfucking high. Yeah. yeah. I, would, I would give the my low? kidney for a manic episode. Oh, it's amazing. It's like selling cars. Yeah, selling cars amazing. is manic depression. You could have my kidney. Uh, I'm not. I'm oh. not kidding. It's it's the same as selling a car is the same as heroin or cocaine or anything else like that. Really? The high is so high when you sell a car. Uh, it's it's manic depression. You sell a car or you don't sell a car, and you're up and down like that. It's that's that's why it's a bad. Not all car dealerships are like that but for the most. most part in you know a lot of people's experiences my experiences are car dealerships are like that just they allow the manic depression and shit like that okay let's get on to the interesting shit because we probably <laughs> bored the shit out of no everybody. one cares about our bipolar bullshit everybody cares do they care about dick pickles mm, i don't mm. know 
Dick Pickles. Oh. All right. So shall we do this? Are you guys ready for Low Budget Jeopardy? Yes, we are. Oh, shit. Not again. Yes. Do you okay. have a backside or do you need yeah, more paper? Yeah, I have paper? a backside. I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. All righty. We have to do the intro. We have to do everything. Okay, I'm ready. Ready? Set. Yep. Have fun. That's not the theme to Jeopardy, by the way. I know. <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> Welcome to No Budget Jeopardy, and now entering the host. Now entering the host is our studio, Michael Richard <laughs> Dawson. <laughs> I have a clip on time. I'm suited by Mr. Guy, and I live with my mom in her basement. Welcome to No Budget Jeopardy, where the points are fake and the tensions are high as fuck. Here are the rules. There are five categories, three questions per category. Once you select a category, you must finish all the questions in that category before moving on to the next. And always answer in the form of a question. For final no-budget Jeopardy, you get one question. You have to bet all your points. The loser is consigned to the corner of shame while the winner gets to bask in all the glory of the points they won. Rubbing it on them like a fat sea lion. Are you ready? Here are here are the categories: butt stuff. Again, it's always butt stuff. Thank God. Okay. Kids TV shows. Ooh, she might know that. She may know this one. Sexual football terms. (laughs) Just writing that it's sexual football. And that me too. Fetishes or metal band? <laughs> I'm assuming it's the 80s metal band. Yes, go ahead. Okay, is it four or is there five? Skin rash or STD? <laughs> oh, it brings back. Versus STD. Okay. Okay. Are we Rochambeauing again? You are Rochambeauing again. Can we hit on the three? One, two, three. Oh, Rock Crushes Scissors. Laura gets to go first. Ooh. Let's see. Let's go with kids TV shows. Kids TV shows. This show starred LeVar Burton. <gasps> oh. Can I buzz? Like, Not what yet. Is... I have to give it like 30 seconds. Can I answer the question already? Yeah, you can answer whenever you want. (laughs) What is Reading Rainbow? Very good. Next question. Oh, I gotta gotta give you points. Uh, H. I can't can't believe I remembered that. (laughs) Okay. Things to know. Ways to grow. Reading (laughs) rainbow. Reading rainbow, nigga. Reading rainbow. He was on Star Trek. This is the worst kids show ever created. (gasps) I know that one, too. Ooh. Hmm. No hints. No hints. (laughs) Well... (laughs) <laughs> you okay? <laughs> I will live, but I think I beat myself. <laughs> Good thing we have a bathroom. Since we brought this up <laughs> earlier, what is Rocco's modern life? No. Heather, for the steal. What is Caillou? <laughs> oh, damn it. The answer is Barney. 
Oh, oh that is bad. That, yeah. is, that is bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Okay. Uh, third right. question in the category is, this is the show that Morgan Freeman got a start on. I don't know this. Morgan. Okay, then. Uh, all right, Heather. Morgan Freeman. Uh, what is? Got to think back. Sesame Street. Ooh, close, but. Is it the Electric Company? Yes, it is the Electric Fuck Company. Me. Oh, bad guess. God damn it. Laura, back to you. Choose your category. Choose your poison. I have something written down about sexual football. Here we go. Yes. Sexual football <laughs> terms. Sexual toilet. On defense, this is what happens when a defensive end runs through the line. <laughs> it is a term that they use all the time. <laughs> it's my favorite term. <laughs> I don't know. Heather? One more. Can I... Could you repeat the question? This is a defensive term, and it happens when a defensive end runs through the offensive line, or the offensive, or an what offensive line. Is a line. hard break? No. Oh. Penetrating the gap. Oh. No. <laughs> that is okay. Yes. Okay. Laura, second question: Julian Edelman's position, actual Dude. position. Oh, I know this one. I know that's weird, but I actually know this one. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. Yes. What is Julian Edelman's official position with the New England Patriots? I should have used the other one, but he's retired. I can't think of it because you're putting me on the spot. My face is getting all red. There's no one here to watch you except us. And, and those water buffalo on TV. <laughs> Heather? What is tight end? It's one to one. I know more than I let on. I just want you guys to know that. The game of football is usually described with this terminology. Mm-hmm. This terminology. Yes. I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> the game of football is described as this. Described as... Sexual terms for football. A sexual term for football? Yes. Homosexual? No. <laughs> no. Rummy. A sexual term for yeah, football? The, the game of football is known as this. I have no idea. It's a game of inches. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, who was the one? The, you answered last, Heather, so you get to... Uh, I have to pick a subject? Yes. You get to slur a subject. Let's go. Where are we down to? Um... Butt stuff. Rash or STD. Butt Fetish. stuff. Always no. butt stuff. Fetishes. <laughs> Always butt stuff. Okay. This inflammation or swelling is often called pink eye. <gasps> what, do you, what do you mean it's always called pink eye? Pink eye is pink eye. Or, no, there's another name for it. Motherfucker. And I can't think what it is. I don't know. I'm with the buzzer. Oh, give me a second. Give you 30 of them. Okay, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I can't think of what it is. Uh, I fucking can't think of it, Mike. Conjunctive itis. Oh, conjunctive. Oh, yes. <laughs> this sex act was used as a form of humiliation and punishment, usually of prisoners, mostly in public. It's also the name of an airline. 
Qantas? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> that last you part. Have an airline? <laughs> well, part of the airline is yes. Uh, what? <laughs> this sex act was used as a form of humiliation and punishment, usually of prisoners, mostly in public. Jet Blue? What is Jet Blue? No, remember the. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not the nickname of an what airline. What is JetBlue? What is Delta? No. <laughs> what is United? We're not talking about airlines. What is Southwest? <laughs> <laughs> Analingus. What? Yeah. This sex act was formed, was used as a form of humiliation in public I and mean punishment, usually of prisoners and mostly in public. They would make people, they would walk up to uh, prisoners in public that were on the rack yeah. and stick their asses in their face and make them lick their ass. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I could see that. All right. Uh, Heather, this yes. is a slang term used to describe any bodily orifice that is open either for or as a result of sexual penetration. Gaping. Yes. What is gaping? It is two to one. I got that. I got gaping. Okay. Gaping for the win. Rash or STD or band? or Me? Yeah, fetishes or metal band or rash or STD? Fetishes or metal band. All right. Ensiferum. What is metal band? Woo. Fuck yes. I know more than you people think I do. Senatex. 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 What is... Hold on. No, no cheating. No, I'm just looking at my category. What is fetish? Damn it. Fuck me. Laura for the win. Laura for the steal. What's the category again? Fetish or metal band. What is fetish? No. It was. <laughs> she I said love fetish. when she doesn't pay attention. That's my favorite. <laughs> She's like, yeah, same thing. Same thing. All right, back to Heather. Same thing. Algolagnia. Algolagnia. I. What is fetish? What is it? What is algolagia? I can't remember. Don't remember. I have to look it up. I'll look it up in a minute. Here. I had to look up anything that didn't have philia in it. <laughs> it's also a band. But I was going for the fetish, so. Okay, that works. It's a band, too? Yeah. Desire for sexual gratification through uh, inflicting pain on oneself or others, like sadomasochism. Okay. Skin rash or STD? I'm ready. Is it a visual clue? Yes, it is. Yes. So excited. All right, here we go. Skin rash One, or STD? All right. Skin rash or STD? That's interesting. Yes, I know. I had to look up. It's very difficult looking up these things without uh, getting grossed out. What is skin rash on that one? Yes. Yes. I didn't. I don't have the thing up. Hold on. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, boing. Yes. All right. Number two. Skin rash or STD? Ooh, ooh. I want to guess. You have to guess. Andy, mm -hmm. it's your turn. Oh, it's my turn. That's an STD. What is an STD? Genital warts. Yes. Good call. Yes. And for the last question. Last question. Skin rash or STD? Oh, 
Oh, what is skin rash? Yes. Would you like to take a guess at what it is? That, um, it's not leprosy. It's, no. um. <laughs> so, backstory Heather tells her stepdaughter that she has leprosy because she has a rash on her arm. I think it's poison oak, but I tell her it's leprosy. So, she goes to school telling everyone she has leprosy. That is true. I and she still asks me all every morning. She pulls up her shirt and says, "How's my leprosy?" Necrotic. I mean, it's actually good. Okay. I don't. I don't know what that was. Scurvy. No, Scur- no scurvy. Oh. Something different. No, isn't it? That, no you get a rash. You get a rash with scurvy. Yes, you do. You can. Don't can. you lose out. your teeth and shit? Yes, you can, and I didn't want to use those because they were fucking nasty. Oh. Scurvy or meth. Scurvy or meth. Scurvy or meth. That's a new category. Scurvy or meth. You can get Anna to uh, color a new face that says meth me me up. up. Scurvy me up. Yes. All right. It is time for final no budget Jeopardy. Are you guys ready for the last question? Are you doing that Facebook Live? Maybe. Hi. Hi. Say hi, Michael. See, my eyes are shiny. It's because your glasses, (laughs) Laura. Hi. Final no budget Jeopardy. This Latino star has admitted that he loves golden showers. Ooh, good luck. I don't know any Latino male stars. All contestants on final no budget Jeopardy don't actually win anything. They are here purely for the amusement of everyone listening and watching. Am I going to get a hearty handshake at the end of this? You should thank them properly. Am I going to get a hearty handshake and a laurel? In the case of an actual contest winner getting any sort of prize, we reserve the right to substitute that prize with either a pair of Heather's dirty socks. Socks or laundry lint, <laughs> depending on how generous Heather is feeling. Ooh, the laundry oh. room's now right back over to there. No Budget Jeopardy saying, with Michael the, Richard Dawson. I wash a lot of towels. The laundry room is right over there. Yeah, Latino starts golden showers. I, I got this. This Latino star admitted that they love the golden shower. Okay, I got Come mine. On. What do you got, Laura? Laura, go first. Who is not Turd Ferguson? <laughs> correct. <laughs> technically, that's technically that's correct. <laughs> technically, it is correct, but it's not Turd Ferguson. It's not Turd Ferguson. Okay, and Heather. Uh, who is Ricky Ricardo? Oh. No. No, you both lose. No, no, we both lose. Who is it? It is Ricky Martin. Oh, but is is he gay? Yes. Isn't he gay? Yes, he is. But he likes to be pissed on. Yes, he is. Yeah, you know, no accounting for tastes. So that is final no budget Jeopardy. We don't have a winner this week. Final no budget Jeopardy here on Cocktails with Heather. You saw some of it. With special guest Laura. Whoever's on the line. Who's there? And there's Mike. Wave, Mike. Hello. All right. Uh, We've got uh, Robbie, unfortunately. Oh, David's on. Robbie, unfortunately. <laughs> Poor Robbie. He Who's, works with me too. That's he, terrible. He has his, oh, Ryan's mother's on. Hi. <laughs> hi, Mrs. Ryan. How are Ryan's you? Ryan's mother's on with it. Hi. And uh, Dana's. Dana's hi, on. Hi, Dana. Uh, see, she got to see you. And uh, Tiffany Vanderwall from 2030 is on there too. <laughs> hi, Tiffany. All five of you. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> hi, David. How are you? Hi, Dave. Okay, you're not missing a ton. Yeah. All right. All right. Ooh, sorry. 
Alright, bye. End of the live video. Okay. That was very good. So our drink of the day. What's our drink of the day? Our drink of the day is alcohol, of course. The shrub down. What's in it? It's more than a rub down. It's a shrub down. Uh, this refreshing yet sweet cocktail is made with Diplomatico Añejo rum. Pisco citrus shrub. What the fuck I is have Pisco no citrus fucking idea. shrub? What is that? I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what to put in my drink. Pisco citrus shrub. And your favorite. <sighs> Coconut water, which is gross in it itself. That's <laughs> so gross. Coconut water. Then shake and strain and served it in a large Duralex condom. Oh, no. Water glass with a nutmeg garnish. You just just kind of shred that nutmeg. Fucking gross. Just, just, just kind of just get the nutmeg. Get the nutmeg in there. Just uh, a little bit. Apparently, it's like a mint. Mint, nutmeg, coconut water. Shrub. Oh, that's so gross. Bring me a shrubbery. But this one's slightly higher, so it has a nice bi-level effect. A little path running through it. <laughs> the right, night to see me. We we need to do our other final drink of the day, which is the berry white. What's in the berry white? Oh, we missed the berry white last time because we had the issue with Joe. Yes. What's it? Oh, I'm supposed to read that. Motherfuck. I okay. can read it. No, hold on. Berry white. <laughs> Cover uh, your you start eye. with no let's gin. I don't know what that is, but gin. you should start with that. It's some sort of gin. House made raspberry shrub. What's up with the fucking shrub again? <laughs> no, no. Michael, what the fuck? But I told you to bring a whole me a, shrub? A you need a whole shrub I for need that. It, I, need it, I need it, you know, not okay. level with a nice we, little path in the middle. You can do with raspberry whatever. And Fever tree Mediterranean tonic to fill. Uh, the drink is served over ice and rocks glass and garnished with white chocolate shavings. Both the berries and white chocolate are a tribute to the late great soul singer. I like it when you you're fucking drunk and you're reading off the recipe and it's fantastic. Is it? Yeah. Because this is horrible. I don't even know how you get a raspberry shrub. <laughs> Why would you put a whole shrub in Not not just raspberry, not not just raspberry shrub. It's, it's a house made raspberry shrub. So you have, you, to, you have to you have to grow it yourself. <laughs> like that's all that's you can why, do. That's why I selected the cocktail. Oh god damn it! Of course you. That's did. That's raspberry Wait. shrub. That's got the leaves and shit on it. It's shrubbery. Shrubbery. It's just. I'm Roger the shrubber. <laughs> Roger. Roger. Bring the me Roger the shrubber. I design and sell shrubberies. <laughs> Yes, I need a shrubbery. Now bring me another one. Uh, but this was slightly higher. It's by a little effect. <laughs> the path in the middle. It's a path. A path. <laughs> Cut down this tree with a herring. <laughs> I won't. I Come not. on. Come on, then. <laughs> yes, that is it. That is a our wonderful, wonderful... Cocktail show. Yeah, the rub and tug and the berry white and all that yes. stuff. Yes, that's fantastic. So, and the shrubs. Shrubbery. I don't even know how you make a drink from a raspberry shrub, but go for it. Yes. Go for it. You and do you, boo. Yes. You know what? If it gets you drunk, who fucking cares? Absolutely. No one, no one cares. That's right. Exactly. It's not all right. important. Was that it? That is it. Oh, holy shit. We're done? We are done. Oh, my God. So... 
I have to take the place and do. Cocktails out. Get out. There's a bunch of white people up in here. We're going to get that to the house. That's <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Come get into the out. house. Oh, I love about. this place. Get out. Oh, get in the fuck out. <laughs> it's beautiful. We got the children playing outside. We got nice people. Get out. Too bad we got to go, baby. <laughs> get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Time to go. All Good right. night. Happy Good Halloween. Night. Oh, that's right. Walking Dead Halloween. Yes. I don't know where that went. I always said it was my zombie impression. <laughs>